Welcome to the podcast about two guys who grew up in the 90s listening to grunge and pretty much overlooked everything else. Let us take you on a journey to find the music that we missed out on on Stuck in My Generation. Boy, have we got a treat for you today. <laughs> Tonight, it's a treat. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to prove uh, some theories wrong. We're going to debunk some stuff, maybe. It's Nickelback. It's Nickelback. Look at this fucking photograph. <laughs> oh, it's stuck in my head, dude. Just look at it. I know. That's that's what me and Hicks were talking about right before we came up to the studio. Is like I was giving my kid his uh, ketchup with his chicken sticks. I'm like, look at this, Heinz ketchup. <laughs> Can't get it out of your head. That, that must be why they've sold 50 million uh, albums. No doubt. 50 million albums. So we wanted to switch it up tonight. And try to have fun with something, and uh, maybe maybe the results will surprise you. Maybe they will not. But me and Hicks jammed out every single Nickelback album all <laughs> week long, and we're about to tell you what we discovered. Are they more than just the hits, or are they simply the hits? What is the deal? We're going to tell you now. Listen, some of you that may watch or may be listening. You may be Nickelback fans. We talked to some Nickelback fans when we announced what we were doing on this episode, and they're definitely out there. So we attempted to become Nickelback fans. With that being said, Hicks, what is your experience before this episode with Nickelback? What was Nickelback to you before we dove in? Uh, before we dove in, <clears throat> I may have been aware of like two songs. Really, I didn't know hardly shit. Of course, I knew the, I knew the photograph song. Um, there's probably one more. You're supposed to look at that photograph, right? I think that's what he's <laughs> trying to, to tell you to do. I think so. Look at this photograph. Yeah, he, yeah look at that photograph. Um, some of the like the rock star song was a big hit single. I'd never really heard that before. Crazy that you hadn't. That's one of the ones I've heard the most. Okay. Seems like every time I hop in the car, it's like, oh, just don't want me being <laughs> rock star. And I was yeah. like, I don't understand this. But anyways. And I, and I tell you, man, it's uh, it's it's a cool thing to hate on Nickelback. Um, I honestly, going into this, I actually felt sorry for him just because of all the hatred. As did I. That they, yeah, I thought these poor dudes, They pro <laughs> do I know if they deserve it or not? I don't know, but that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's I, we're I honestly didn't know. I hate to judge a band off their singles. There's lots right. of bands I've listened to and I've been like, you know, they're, they're more than their hits. Yeah. So to say that Nickelback could be more than their hits is, it's valid. It could be, you know, it's, it's possible. And I will say <laughs> real quick, uh... <laughs> Do you have any other experience? I have two. I have two in particular experiences with Nickelback that I've got to talk about. Do you have anything other than the hits that that you have? Any other thing that ever happened with Nickelback in your life? Nothing, man. I don't have anything. Let's hear what you have. Two things. First one, when I was a young lad of probably 19, 18, mm -hmm. 19 years old, I owned a Nickelback CD. Okay. I have three things, actually. Nick, I owned the Silver Side Up album, and okay. I remember back in the day when I had my big CD case. Oh, yeah. Full of stuff. Yeah. That was back before streaming, so you didn't know what bands sounded like unless you bought an album. So I'd sure. walk into Criminal Records, oh, I'd yeah. buy an album. Yeah. If I heard one song off of it and liked it, I'd like, I'm going to buy an album this week. So I heard a song off of Nickelback. I'm like, you know, every Friday 
I think it was still Fridays back then when music was released. I'm like, I'm going to go buy this Nickelback album. Never heard of this band. I like this song. I'm going to buy it. So I had Silver Side Up. Mm-hmm. I jammed that shit for probably two or three weeks, I would say. Okay. And it wore off on me. I was like, this is not a long withstanding thing in my music collection but i enjoyed this silver side up album for what it was for a few weeks back then 99.7 the blitz you know oh yeah jamming that stuff out i had all kinds of weird albums like second coming which was a weird band uh anything heavy guitars i i owned because i was young yeah this is when i didn't like the beastie boys so i liked any rock that could could make me bang my head i liked it sure second thing uh, when I bought a Ford Explorer a handful of years ago, yeah. it was a used one. Uh-huh. Somebody left the Nickelback album Dark Horse in the CD player. Okay. Back then, before this whole deep dive, I posted on Facebook, I got this Nickelback Dark Horse CD, CD only, I'll pay you 25 cents to take it. Okay. <laughs> J.R. Swisher bought that. Well, he didn't buy it from me. I gave him a quarter to take that album. Is that right? I stayed true to my Facebook post. I don't know if he took the quarter or not. If he didn't, I'd be surprised. <laughs> but I think I think he might have taken the quarter. I'm not 100% sure. He took the quarter and the CD. And the CD. So yeah. I was like, thank God I got that off my hands. You know, I hate to throw away a CD that somebody might like. Sure. So I had that Dark Horse CD. didn't jam it once. I just handed it off to somebody. Because in my head, Nickelback was hateable. Everybody hated Nickelback. Sure. I was one of those people, even though I had an album and thought it was okay. So I was a hypocrite. Just putting that out there. Sure. I was a hypocrite. Third instance. Uh-huh. I was 21. I won tickets on the radio. It was probably 99.7 The Blitz, actually. I won tickets to a show where it was like Default and Nickelback, and there was some acoustic band I liked back in the day, and I won these tickets to go see them with an old friend of mine. Uh And me, an old friend... We can't, you know, I don't, oh, we yeah. don't talk now. That's okay. He, you know, he, he's, he's a prick. Anyways, <laughs> so so me and old friend, we go to this show, and we sit through Default. If you don't remember Default, it's, what afraid did they- to feel, don't feel, <laughs> wasting my time, I'm wasting, <sighs> oh, this is not for real, afraid to feel. <laughs> okay. and I, you know, it was an okay song back then, yeah. after grunge, it was a post-grunge <laughs> band, yeah. and we're watching this show. And I'm like, yeah, this is okay. It's free. We're having a good time. We're making an evening out of it. And then Nickelback comes out uh-huh. with the straw cowboy hats on. And the first thing they're like, I'm going to tell you what I think about this. And I'm like, me and my dude looked at each other. We're like, let's fucking go. No let's shit. get out of here. It was just bad. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. There's no there's no sugarcoating it. It sucked. Yeah. So I saw Nickelback live okay. for approximately a minute to a minute and a half. Were people pumped whenever they hit the stage? This is so early in all those bands' careers. I think that default default band had just came out with that song. Nickelback, I think, had just had their first single actually get radio play. So I'm sitting in a auditorium somewhere in Columbus. Okay, there might have been 75 people there. No shit. Yeah, there was empty seats all around me. Yeah, there just you know there was just no big draws there. It was yeah. like a little. 99.7 The Blitz, come watch these up-and-coming bands kind of thing. So I can say I've seen Nickelback live. Okay. Chad Kroger <clears throat> saw the guy live for a minute, minute and a half tops. <laughs> Got the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my three experiences with Nickelback besides just hearing the hits after Silver Side Up. And I do believe I heard one song off an earlier album on 99.7 The Blitz. As I say on every podcast, we'll get there. Sure. But that's that. That's my experience with Nickelback. We thought it would be fun 
to see if we actually hated them or if we were just trying to be cool boys. Yeah, and this was a great idea, a genius idea. I'm so glad you came up with it. We never gave them a chance, right? That's right. what this podcast is about. We yeah. never gave them their proper chance. Maybe they have songs besides the singles that are fantastic. Yeah. Let me pull up the list of singles real quick because this is... I'm pretty sure this is going to be kind of mind-blowing how many singles Oh my God, Nickelback there's so many. There's, there's a ton. Nickelback singles. I mean, this one, one album in particular... There were like seven singles or some shit like there that. There was a shit ton of singles. The highest charting hits, the 19 highest charting hits, that's a lot of hits. A song called Figured You Out, Too Bad, Animals, Something in Your Mouth, we'll get there too, Edge of a Revolution, <laughs> Someday, Photograph, Bottoms Up, How You Remind Me, Never Again, This Afternoon, Rockstar, This Means War, Far Away, Feeling Way Too Damn Good, Sounds Like a Lizzo Title, Gotta be somebody, million miles an hour, if today was your last day, and shaking hands. This band wow. has a shit ton of hits, and everyone knows them. I yeah. mean, for the most part. Once you hear it, you're like, I have heard that song. Yeah. So, there's a lot of hits. 50 million people have listened to their discography. I, I, well, maybe not 50 million people on the discography. They've sold 50 million albums. Successful, Canadian post-grunge success something's going on for yeah. some reason people love nickelback for some for for some reason we're going to find out that reason or or maybe not yeah i, I we'll don't figure know. it out i don't know and i did a, just a tiny little bit of research 50 million albums sold worldwide yet ranked number two as the worst band of the 90s by Rolling Stones. Right. Or not Rolling Stones, Rolling Stone Magazine, I'm sorry. And listen, we're not going to give the you know, we're not going to give the golden goose away quite yet on how we feel about this band, but Exactly. Lots of bands that are considered to be terrible have sold a crap ton of albums. And you know who else was on this list? Nirvana. That happens. There's yeah. a lot of Nirvana haters out there and Yeah. Honestly, rightfully so. I don't hate Nirvana. I don't think you hate Nirvana, no. but I mean, it is it is a uh, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I mean, we can't say that Kurt Cobain had a beautiful singing voice. He does. You know, we can't say that Kurt Cobain. That shit can be grating on someone. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Did you see also today that the FBI released uh, the uh, everything they had on the suicide? No. Like they released the documents and the papers. and really? I, just, I did not know there was no fingerprints at all on that gun. No Not shit. his, not no one else's. I also didn't know that the handwriting at the end of the suicide note was different than the rest of the suicide note. Apparently the suicide note read as a retirement letter to fans. Mm. And then at the very end, it said something about suicide in different handwriting. Really? Really. That's very interesting. We'll have to look into that. So now that shit could fire back up. Who killed Kurt? It's probably Chad Kroger. <laughs> probably. He's like, motherfucker, keep selling albums. I want to show him a photograph and then shoot him. <laughs> and then Chad Kroger, I shouldn't say that. Chad Kroger didn't kill him. No. I keep saying his full name for a reason. It's coming up later. Chad Kroger, Chad Kroger. Courtney. This, Courtney. Courtney did it. This, uh, this band is... Chad Kroger, I don't know all the names. I, I knew him, but I, I said to hell with remembering it because I just I don't do that with any band for the most part. But Chad Kroger, and I think it was his brother on maybe bass, and their cousin played drums. Okay. Co cousin left, 
after they started to get big a little bit, he wasn't into the fame thing. So the cousin left. Yeah. Smart motherfucking cousin. Cousin leaves. The brothers remain and they they, you know, take this band to heights unseen by a band <laughs> of this magnitude. Yeah. So let's let's dive in. Nickelback, the first album, I never heard a single thing off of this. And I will also say, I think everyone's done a podcast about Nickelback. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our time. You know, it's, it's our time mm-hmm. to talk about Nickelback. The first album is called Curb. Hicks, initial thoughts on Curb and anything you got. We can go back and forth on songs and discuss them together. Whatever you want to do. I have a feeling this is going to be a long episode because we do have eight albums nine albums and i will also say i've never taken this many notes in my life on a band. <laughs> oh yeah never I, I probably have not taken as many notes either uh the very first album was this released in the united states because when i was looking up album sales i saw uk i saw somewhere else but i didn't see anything u.s maybe it was tom petty level shit where they via, blew up in the uk first yeah via wikipedia it, it might not be right i may have been drinking a little bit and misread it's it potentially true for both yeah. of us. yeah but um a little bit of feedback or a little bit of uh i read that this uh, what am i trying to say nickelback fans weren't a big fan of this album is the impression that i got and i can't blame them yeah. and there's a reason uh I'll start out with song one. We can go back and forth. Song yeah. one was called Little Friend. I heard Tool and Silverchair. So yeah. so initially, I'm I'm like, this band, in the early years, this band had influences, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, Silver, I love Silverchair. Sure. And Silverchair loved Pearl Jam and Tool and Nirvana and all those guys. So sure. for Nickelback to come out of the gate and show their, their waving their influence flag, that's fine. Sure. I, I, it's fine. I don't necessarily enjoy any of the bands that were influenced by grunge because they went in a different direction. A lot of people call it butt rock. Uh, Butt rock. Butt rock. I've never heard that term. Butt rock. Basically rock for douchebag men. Okay. So, and this this album, at least in the beginning, sounded like that. They like have uh, jeans with embroidered pockets and shit like that. Yeah, affliction shirts. (laughs) Okay. You know, uh, miss me jeans with crosses on the butt. (laughs) That kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm Nailed that on the head. Okay, I'm with you. Butt rock. (laughs) If if your butt shows that you rock with crosses on it, (laughs) you like Nickelback in the early going, at least. They may have grown since then. But, yeah, little friend... (laughs) Tool and silver chair. Take it from there, Hicks. We'll, we'll do some back and forth on this first album. A man, a uh, little friend. I thought, what is this song about? Some of the lyrics. Your daughter is buried underwater. Find out how much I like it. I thought, what is this damn song about? I don't get it. I didn't get it either. Um, you nailed it when you said silver chair. I don't know silver chair as much as I feel that you do. But what I do know about Silver Chair, which my God, were they like nine years old when they released their first album? Yeah, they, they, they had babies. just they had just taken off their last pull up before they grabbed their <laughs> Les Paul, you know. <laughs> you gotta wait to that boy. <laughs> hey, they're still shit in your diaper. Uh, oh, <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, oh. oh, they were just they were so young. Yeah, babies. Um, babies. Yeah, I, I I heard that. I heard uh, Eddie Vedder want to be in the voice. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I thought you shouldn't be doing this shit. No. Um, 
my sympathy for this group listening to this album it kind of dissolved a little bit but i was still driving on hopeful hopeful uh the song detangler um was that the second song or the third i've got the second as pusher okay second song was pusher and i'll add that pusher was silver chair again but with some seven mary three Seven Mary Three. Cumbersome, baby. Cumbersome. Yeah, I forgot about that. Which I like that album, and I still do, I still do to this album. day. It was a good album. Man, I forgot about those dudes. Good album. Good call. Good call. Dude yeah. looked like the dude from Big Lebowski. Yes, he did. I I think I remember him playing a Telecaster. Dude abides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great movie. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jump a few tracks. The song Where... Track number five. That is the weirdest vocal pattern I've ever heard in my life. And, and he also up throws down, out an ee or I've got written down ee lyric. <laughs> like a Michael Jackson? Something ee-hee. like that. He did some kind of vocal acrobatics, like, no, but, but in a post-grunge way. Oh, man. And I thought, I, I don't know if I want this in my Apple Music algorithm. I don't want to fucking tainted with with this first album things that i might like blah 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 um to be truthful listening to this album it put me in a bad mood it it did me too because i i was hearing all the bands i loved in my youth yeah. being ripped off kind yeah. of yeah and you made the point unoriginal completely Very Th- this album point. anyways bear with us folks was unoriginal just this first album i mean this is what we're talking about now it was a covers album it was almost like a covers album of original content it was like a uh a, a bar band a decent bar band performing yeah you know um man i heard nirvana i heard tool i heard bush heard pearl jam it's just uh i had no bush mentions i will say and I was getting that Bush from, what's the lead singer from Bush? What the hell's his name? Gavin Rossdale. Gavin, you're so good with names, I am not. Just that raspy, just just getting that. Yeah, yeah trying to sound edgy. Yeah, yeah. And I've got that, you know, at least on this first album, through the first few songs, these guys were like, I want to be the next big band so bad. Yeah. So bad that I'm going to copy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh album summary i listened to this i didn't move on to the next album yet because i wanted to go into the second album with a a clear mind i scrubbed my brain with ice cubes the predator album just to jump onto something else just i didn't want to go into the second album still hearing this first album well shit you want me to read my notes on this album then yes please okay so uh we'll we'll pick up after where uh i've Mm -hmm. also got this album's as post grunge as it gets Song six was called Falls Back on Stone Temple Pilots Groove on that one. Yes. Uh, number seven, Sea Groove, Mix Mash of Grunge. Eight was called Fly, and I said, hilarious. This is the most obvious Nirvana ripoff oh, I've ever heard Nirvana. in my life. I have fake-ass Nirvana at 22 seconds. Fake-ass Nirvana on yeah. that one. And and bear with us. This doesn't mean we're going to hate the band. This exactly. is their first album. Exactly. This is them trying to get famous off the sounds of the 90s. Uh, just just four was a grab bag of grunge Mm -hmm. the song left this is hard smashing pumpkins musically smashing pumpkins had hard moments where they were sure sure there was and and so like every grunge band is on the docket here 11 window shopper stp again i don't have nirvana again 
my final thoughts on the album. This is the least original album I've ever heard, and it reminded me why I have a hard time listening to grunge these days. Sure, yeah. Because they pulled off the grunge sound, sort of, but they also proved that it didn't have longevity. Yeah. Like, if this is what grunge was going to spawn, I want to know part in that baby's life. I wanted to be the deadbeat dad that was like, I don't fucking like this baby. You take it back, Nirvana. <laughs> you raise this son of a bitch. Yeah. I think it's evil. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where Curb fell for me. Okay. The second album, do you have sure. the title? Because somehow I skipped that. Uh, the second album was titled The State, and it was released in 1999 with one Graduation mil- year for me. One, all right. One million U.S. album sales. One million albums. Nickelback is blowing up, folks. They're building some momentum. Building the momentum. Kroger and out. Using their coupons at the Kroger. <laughs> yeah. Dive in. <laughs> Dive in. Uh, the first song, Breathe, track number one, Bush-esque vocals, even Bush-esque lyrics, Breathe In, Breathe Out, just that uh, raspy, down deep. I thought, man, you guys are, I don't know. I was disappointed in the first track. Still moving on. Track number two, Cowboy Had. I saw the song title. Didn't have a really good feeling about it. Saw the future of Nickelback in this one. <laughs> Cowboy the, hat. Cowboy hat. I thought, okay, these dudes are trying to please everybody. They're, uh, I don't know. I have notes for track number two, Cowboy hat. If I was a drummer in this band, I'd be like, I'm out. I can't do this. But I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful. Track number three, the song Leader of Men. Honestly, if someone hummed this song, the vocal rhythm of the humming, yeah, it's very interesting to me. But the lyrics buried this song. Do you have any notes on this track? I'll, I'll say first, I have a note on "Breathe." Okay, and I'll and I after listening to "Breathe," I'll admit it sounded more original than the first album. Okay. I, fe- I felt like they were starting to find themselves a little bit. Cowboy hat, they built on that. It was still original. I still thought it sucked. But I also thought it was better thing, better than anything off the album Curve. Leader of Men, I heard that motherfucker on 99.7 The Blitz when I was young. Okay. I heard that song. I thought it was okay. And to this point, I thought it was their best song so far. Okay. But I don't think it was good by any means. It was their best song up to this point Mm -hmm. but i didn't love it but it was the most original it was deserving of being a hit in that era not that i like that era but it was deserving because they finally found a little bit of their own sound and they did something with it so to be honest when i heard leader of men again i was hopeful like maybe this band is finding their footing maybe they're going to become an original act and maybe they'll build on this. And maybe as the discography grows, I'm going to start finding those hidden gems. So sure. Leader of Men had me kind of hopeful for this band. Okay, yeah. Little bit. I Like I said, again, I don't love the song. 
I wouldn't put it on myself. Uh, but if I got in someone's car and that song was on, I'm not going to beg. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. could you please just throw on some ICP or something? <laughs> Maybe some, you know, monkeys or BGs or something. <laughs> Anything but this. I wouldn't do that. Sure. I'd be like, I can weather this storm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I First time it. I can say that. I can weather the storm on Leader of Men. I respect that. Yeah. And, you know, if people disagree on something, I, I don't hate somebody because they agree or disagree. If they have an opposite view, I respect that, man. Yeah, you know, we can't all be the same. That'd be a boring-ass that'd world. That'd be a boring-ass world, man. Now, don't go so being all QAnon and shit on us, but that'd be a boring-ass <laughs> world if we if we all thought the same way oh yeah yeah so just don't know. be a fucking crazy ass about it <laughs> just don't be a crazy ass about it yeah you can listen to nickelback and not be crazy we won't think you're crazy sure yeah so far yeah your mic needs a viagra man this is falling <laughs> it over yeah it must be smelling what's in my cup and <laughs> <laughs> starting to droop uh track number four old enough i don't like this song um, track number five, Worthy to Say, the first 10 seconds, I thought, oh, God, this sounds like the Beastie Boys. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's not the Beastie Boys. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, I got down to track number 10, the song Hold Out. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is Godsmack-ish drums and guitar. I got Silver Chair was here again on that one. Okay. <laughs> but but I, if I went back and listened to it now, there'd probably be some Godsmack element too. And I'm not a big fan of the Godsmack I'm sound. not either, but I had my moment. Yeah. I had a moment where I thought they were okay. Yeah. I can admit that. They had a couple grooves. I, Hell, of, some badass drummers on that band. Yeah. I will say that. Have you ever watched any of the drum battles between like uh, their drummer and that Solly, the lead singer, like... Their stage show is pretty amazing. Like okay. the Solly guy, on one of their stage shows, I'll, I'll send it to you, but the drummer was going nuts. And the lead singer, another drum set rotated out on the stage right beside, and Solly, the lead singer, he's a hell of a drummer. Is he really? And they had a back and forth drum battle. It was amazing. Okay. Can't lie. I'll find that and send it to you. Okay, yeah. Fantastic, actually. I'd be interested in the it's good shit. saying that. Okay. Then we circle back around to the leader of men acoustic. I uh, had the same uh, thoughts regarding it. You know, it's a it's a very catchy vocal rhythm. Just the song's catchy. It is. Not a big fan of the um, uh, the lyrics a whole lot. That was kind of that, that's a theme so far in the first two albums. L- lyrics are not Mr. Kroger's strong point. <laughs> yeah, and I hate to be stereotypical. I try not to be. Uh, my son and I were driving down the street, and I saw a dude walking, and he had a knee brace on the outside of his jeans. Said Nickelback, didn't it? And I said, <laughs> 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 I thought, that's some bitch listens to fucking Nickelback. I guarantee it. And I told my son, I did right there. He listens to Nickelback. So I don't like being stereotypical, but from this day forward, from this album, I thought, I'm here to say Nickelback fans are the type of people that wear their knee braces on the outside of their jeans. At this point. <laughs> at this point. At, at this point. Please be open-minded, because I'm being open-minded as well. We had to be to do to, to dive into something that we, that we thought we would hate. Uh, I'll throw some notes out there, too. Uh, old Enough, track three, I said, still not good, but thank the sweet Lord it doesn't sound like the last album. Yes. There was some annoying vocal rumbling in there. Worthy to say... I wrote that they're discovering what they're good at, I guess. And it's not grunge. 
They're slowly becoming not grunge. They're they're diving into a new era of rock that that Creed and Seether shit, you know. Yeah. Starting Creed. to get there. Creed, yeah. Creed and Seether. Yeah. Uh, worthy to say, that's what I just said. Digging this, I said, Hicks will say, I'm not digging this. <laughs> and I will agree with them. They're losing me. They're losing me. Yeah. They, they thought they had me, and then they did this. Uh, the song Deep, Boring, Pearl Jamish, One Last Run. I just got blah. Not leaving yet. Cliche '90s rock song featuring a Jesus Christ mention because you got to have one of those in your first couple albums, and you got to say it angry like Jesus Christ. You got to say it. Got please everybody. Yeah, please everybody. Hold out your hand. Silver chair was here. Leader of men. Acoustic was just fine. Final thoughts. They on this album. They started at least discovering who they were, what they were good at. And I was still hopeful at this point. Yeah. Not to say I didn't lose hope. Yeah. But this is the point where I'm like, this band is finding out who they are. They're starting to figure it out and what their sound is. And it's not grunge. Hello, James Ward. Hello, Sarah Wall. Sarah, I miss you like crazy. You're an what awesome about James? person. Don't you miss James Ward? Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, James, you're a really cool, good guy that watches every episode. I love you. Sure. Sarah, though, she's just sweet as ice. She's sweet as Nickelback. <laughs> sweet as Nickelback. And I know her brother from, you know, way back in the day. And Sarah loves her some Nickelback. Does she? Okay. Loves her some Nickelback. Hey, I respect that. I almost spent $7 on three tickets for me, her, and another person to go watch Nickelback. But I was like, seven bucks is a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit much. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's cool, but I don't know about seven bucks. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything about people that wear <laughs> knee braces on the outside of their jeans. I don't think she wears knee braces on the outside Does of her she? jeans. No. Maybe, it, uh, maybe there's some chafing going on. Maybe they have like a, a little bit of dick rub under their jeans. That could happen. Like that that. could happen. That's maybe, a good reason to wear it outside. Maybe your that's jeans. Uh, like going on in their kneecap. So maybe I shouldn't say that shit. I don't know what's going on with people. They could be winger fans. They could be winger yeah, fans. Could be something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna grab a beer, and you're gonna tell me about Silver Side Up, the first tracker. So Silver Side, Silver Side Up. Up, the um, album I owned. The album that you own, Silver number Side number Up. three. Silver Side Up was released in 2001. Six million U.S. album sales. That's a lot. Six, six million. That's this a lot, is, man. Uh, 2001. So I was, I was roughly You're 19 about, or 20 at this time. Yeah. Knee brace free, says Sarah. Uh, <laughs> thank God. There's thank nothing God. wrong with knee braces. No. No, I don't no, have just wearing them on the outside of your. Are you wanting wranglers. attention? Does that mean, hey, look at me and ask me what I did? To I was trying to ride a bull. If I have to be <laughs> real, <laughs> if I have to be real, I don't think I could wear a knee brace underneath my jeans. I think I'd probably. You'd wear I don't it on the know, outside? man. I don't know. Jeans, jeans are weird. I don't know. Yeah, I've never had a knee just brace. Just wear jeans. I, I can't speak on this. I've never had a knee brace. Yeah, it's coming. I'm 40. I, I wear shorts every day, so I try I don't to. Know. <laughs> yeah. I try to. Yeah, so I don't know. I shouldn't say that shit. I don't. It's know. Just a knee brace. It's just a knee brace. Silver side up. You get that jam of never again that opens up. Never Hicks. again. Anti. Never again. 
anti-domestic violence jam. Good message. I, I never want to listen to this again. <laughs> That's all I never so. again. <laughs> Been there before. Nickelback didn't do any better. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I didn't know what to think. The message had some meaning. The delivery and lyrics were cheesy to me. That's what I thought. Whack-ass lyrics. But I liked this shit Just, when I was 19 and 20. I can't lie. I thought this album was solid back then. They just so did six million other people. So did six million other people, including Sarah. Sarah, yeah. And I respect that. You know, that's okay. I probably listen to shit that other people don't like. There's a lot of tool haters out there. Me and Hicks love tool. Who? There are. They're out there. They think it's just ridiculous. They're crazy. Rambling, oddball, just trying to be artsy for the sake of being artsy-fartsy. You're right. They are, but it's good. It is good. <laughs> yeah. It is good. I but I also them. understand why people don't like them because... I mean, it, the, the shit's just, some people some people think it's overly complicated to be overly complicated. I get that. Yeah. I like that. I like my music yeah. to be intricate. I like it to be complicated. Yeah. I like polyrhythms. I like odd time signatures. I like that shit. I That's my jam. I do too. Uh, Nickelback doesn't have any odd time signatures. <laughs> just to throw that out there real quick. No. How You Remind Me. Oh this my is God. their first massive hit, and it's a big one. It's a... It's a big one, big and I tell you what, man, from my opinion, this should have been a country song, a country pop song. Be a good... I, look, I just I just had a mini watch of a call it moment. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it should have been a pop... I mean, Ooh, uh, yeah, this, this should song have, should have been country. <laughs> yeah. This should have been a pop country song. I agree. Yeah, that's the way I felt about it. I agree. I'm not a big fan of country, pop country. I don't like it. I hate like the it. shit. I don't like it. So I wrote that this is the song that never truly goes away. Okay. I just say, you know, if I hear how you remind me, I if someone said those words to me, like, Barker, this is how you remind me. I'm like, don't you even fucking say the rest of that. Don't you even say the rest of that sentence because I know. there's You can't say those words without knowing it's Nickelback. This is how you remind me. Nickelback. There's no book that has those words that's as relevant. There's no celebrity that said those words that's as relevant. If the words, this is how you remind me, are spoken, I'm like, oh, Nickelback fan, eh? Oh, yeah. It's just what it is. It's tied to it. Tied to it. Forever. Yeah. Forever. For life. Yeah. Um, moving on. Really didn't have any other notes. Um the track got, too I got, bad. I got plenty when okay. you're ready. The track too bad. I don't like just for. I have ear pollution. The song Hollywood. <laughs> ear pollution. Ear pollution. The song. Sorry, Holly Sarah. No disrespect. No, um, we're just speaking our minds. The song Hollywood. The music started out okay. Then here comes that bouncy lyrical pattern that came back. It was like a minion mimicking a police siren. The bee boo bee boo bee boo. Yeah. That's good shit, actually. And an 80s solo. I love the Minions. 80s solo on top of it. Um, the song, Where Do I Hide? Anywhere but a recording studio. That's what I said. <laughs> final thoughts of this album before we shift over to your thoughts. My final thoughts of this album, Kiss Without Makeup, plus Luke Bryan had a baby and called it Nickelback. Not bad. That's my Not thoughts. Not bad at all. How did uh, you feel? Woke up this morning. I had honestly not terrible. The guitar sound has come a long way. So again, I'm a little bit hopeful. There may be a little nostalgia here. I may have been nostalgia. Uh, I may have had some nostalgia in me at this point because 
I heard this album, I knew this album, and maybe I was maybe I was vibing just a tiny bit to it, but I still wasn't loving it. Uh, the next song, Just Four, I felt like we we're creeping back into those late grudge, uh, grunge sounds and they're starting to lose that identity they're building. Hollywood, solid guitar solo. Song isn't too bad. Too bad means it's bad, but it's not too bad. (laughs) Not too bad. Money bought, got the same old riff. It's starting to get a little repetitive at this point. Sure. Uh, It's becoming a theme. I'm not digging it. Where do I hide? I said this album's falling the fuck apart, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. Hangnail, is this all one song now? Is this whole album one long-ass Nickelback song? Good Times Gone? They left a while ago, motherfuckers. (laughs) Those good times have been gone. My God, this music is for country lovers. How dare they use a slide on that guitar? (laughs) Sure. How dare you use a slide on that guitar? (laughs) Willie Nelson would roll over in his fucking... He's alive, but he he will eventually roll over in his grave. (laughs) So at this point, I'm not getting the 50 million Nickelback lovers quite yet. Mm -hmm. I understand... Because this is the first album, Silver Side Up, they wrote some catchy-ass shit. Sure. That shit will get stuck in my head. Doesn't mean I like it. Macarena's been stuck in my head before. (laughs) Doesn't mean it's a fucking Grammy Award-winning song. It might be. I don't know. Society's fucking lost their minds. Oh, no shit. Number four, album, The Long Road. This is where I'm like, did they make hits? Is there a dry spell? Where there's not that many hits, or did this band crank out the hits on every album? The Long Road, I knew nothing about it. I never listened to Nickelback enough to understand what I was getting myself into, but The Long Road, flat on the floor. Let's, let's <laughs> see. What you got? What do I have? Uh, album number four, The Long Road, released 2003. Three million U.S. album sales. I thought this album was too predictable. A little bit of a letdown then. Six yeah. million on the last one. We went from said? six down to three. So okay. it's cut in half. Okay. Yeah. I like that you got these numbers. <laughs> okay. My stats man over here. This is U.S. All this right. This is U.S. Only. All right. Um, let's see. I got to track number four, believe it or not. And honestly, I got to this track and I needed to take a break. I walked away. Uh, you you had told me as much too. Like, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I was, uh, it was too much. It was too overwhelming. Came back uh, feeling way too damn good. Whack-ass lyrics, don't like, too predictable. I got to add, that's the worst title of a song I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, it's bad. It doesn't even really work. Feeling way too damn good. It just it just doesn't even, yeah. the title doesn't even work. Yeah, It's not really a, a sentence you could say without sounding like, I don't even know. Without sounding like you belong to a sane asylum. Like, that's way too damn good. (laughs) That makes no fucking sense, motherfucker. Change the title of your song to just, I feel really good. I feel real damn good. Sure, yeah. yeah. Even Lizzo got that one right. It's too much. Too much. Feeling good as hell. Much Uh, better title. Sure, yeah. God damn, I got back into it. Uh, Track number seven, Figured Out. Did he just say, I love the white stains on your dress? That's I part of the lyrics. Guarantee fucking T said I that. guarantee he did, too. Guarantee it. And I tell you what, my notes say, I hate everything about this. <laughs> Do not like. It's um, rapey. Yeah, Shit's <laughs> rapey, son. Shit's rapey. Uh, good points. 
throw yourself away. This would be listenable if there were no vocals. The vocals killed it. There was some songs thus far where the guitar and the drums and the bass worked a little bit. Yeah. And then Kroger fucked it up. Yeah. Um, that's really about... I got to track number 10. Had one track left. 11 tracks. I got to 10. I got here and I needed to take a break. I walked away. And I came back. Track number 11 did nothing. Notes say pure ear sewage. Ear sewage. Sewage draining into my ears. Ear sewage. <laughs> yeah. Here's my notes. Tell me. Flat on the floor. I'd probably like that in 1995. Okay. In 1995, when I was too young to know better, I probably would have liked that. I don't think you would have. I think I might have. I liked <laughs> yeah. some pretty shitty shit back then. Yeah. Uh, I was a big Warrant fan back in the day. Yeah. Do This Anymore, track two, signs of their radio rock dominance. Dot, 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 dot. Sure. But rock. <laughs> Three, Someday. It's radio rock time. Someday, somehow, <laughs> somehow, right now. You know that song. You know it. James Ward knows it. James Ward knows that. He knows it. Yeah. Paperback novel. Like a paperback novel. I was like, I know this shit. This song is catchy. Sorry, not sorry. Guilty pleasure that it's catchy doesn't mean I love it. Four, believe it or not, this is boring butt rock. Five, feeling way too damn good. I already said my notes on that dumbest title I've ever read. Uh, because of you, so much blaming. Chad Kroger blames these girls for everything. What if it's him? What if it's him? I think it is. I think it is, too. I think it is. But he's blaming these girls for everything. <laughs> it might be a singing. Dot, 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 dot. Butt rock. Butt rock. Figured you out. Catchy. Awful lyrics. Uh, it, Listen to these lyrics. <laughs> Something about hands around your neck. Dirt on your knees, looking up at me, still saying please, pants around your feet. Fuck this. Uh, Who sings along to this shit besides Avril? Sure. Uh, it's just Avril. Yeah. Should have listened. The next song, clothes all over the floor, terrible nasally vocals, more rapey bullshit. So <laughs> fucking bad. So bad. Throw yourself away. Generic as fuck. Another hole in the head. Pearl Jam guitar. Sucks ass. Hmm. See you at the show. This is where I started losing hope. I hate all these lyrics. Just kill me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking kill me. Oh, it's Put bad. me out of my misery. I've got fucking, what is this, album four? I got five albums to go. Five and I'm like, Rapey Chad is pissing me off. It's Rapey Chad sings way too much about sex in a direct way. ACDC yeah. sang about sex in a direct way, but they were an 80s and, and early 90s band that could get away with it, like Motley Crue. Yeah. Once you start dipping into that 2000s territory, you can't really be rapey anymore. And Chad is just like, Chad Kroger says, I'm going Kroger in for pussy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Kroger in for pussy and you can't stop me. And I'm like, motherfucker, I can quit listening. Yeah. Rapey ass shit. Number five, all the right reasons. This is the album. The album. The album. Where the hits just flow like KY Jelly down Chad Kroger's knees. Seven hits. Seven hits from this album. That's out of half 11 the fucking album. That's over half. 11 tracks. This is where you Nickelback fans think you love Nickelback. It's your time to shine. It is your time to shine. Number five, All the Right Reasons, released in 2005. 10 million U.S. album sales. This went is from, it. Went from six to three to 10 million. This is the shining moment. This is where it's your prerogative to listen to these guys. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, shit. <sighs> Follow You Home was the first track. I got double bass drum. Did they hear Slipknot before they made this album? Good point. Dumb lyrics. Whack-ass lyrics. He's too obsessed with a girl being mean to him. Right off the rip. It's like the rapey shit's not stopping. I'm going to point out every flaw you got, girl. <laughs> this album's ready to tell you every flaw you got. <laughs> Everyone who's ever slept with Chad Kroger is a piece of shit. <laughs> In his mind. In his mind. Yeah, maybe that's his thing. That might be his thing. Whether they're a piece of shit or not, yeah. he just automatically puts a stamp on their forehead. You made me get off too quick. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, Sarah says God. all the right reasons was my jam during my freshman year of college, 2005. And you know what? We'll, we'll forgive you on that. Yeah, it's okay. You it's, were a freshman. It's okay. I respect that. You know, it is fine. Not everybody likes the same music, and I love Sarah. I don't care if she likes Nickelback, ICP, Bobby Brown. Doesn't matter. Bobby Brown. Bobby. Bobby. The uh, what else you have? For all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Clever. But it's about a girl again, and it sucks. Okay. It was clever for a moment. I think that was one of the one of the singles though, and and the singles are I'm gonna give them their due credit. I'm just gonna read through these, and then you can read no, through yours. Ahead. Go ahead. Photograph, catchy as shit, great for memes. The crowd that goes to B Dubs for Mick Ultras on Friday nights are singing this one loud, <laughs> singing it loud. What's on the back of their jeans? Crosses. <laughs> Animals. Animals. We get angry. Chad throwing oh. his monster at the wall, punching <laughs> right through that drywall. He's tough as shit. Chad's tough as shit on this song. <laughs> Five, saving me. My God, this band had hits. But again, for the crowd at B-dubs. These were for the crowd at B-dubs. Oh. Far away, another hit. A slow, acoustic jam. They're catchy. I will not take that from them. It's just too simple for me. Number eight, side of a bullet. Angry Chad is back. But I'm not buying it. He's being angry on purpose, and it doesn't. it's not convincing me. Number nine, if everyone cared. It's slow Chad time again. Look, it's another single. This band knew how to make you eat fucking barbecued wings. <laughs> they knew how to do it. If everyone cared, slow time again. That's what I just said. Someone that you're with, I'm getting fatigued. It's getting tough. And then you got Rockstar to close it out, and it's time to party. <laughs> this song's an anti-rock lifestyle song, but it doesn't really work. And the final thoughts, respect that I knew half of this album massive respect that i knew half of this album i knew half of it okay but i just don't like the shit sure just because you know it doesn't mean you have to like it i know twilight i saw all those motherfuckers i don't like any of them you don't like any of the twilights no but i saw them yeah they're 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 not as bad as people say yeah they're, they're not as bad as people say but i would never I would never throw them out there. It's like, dude, you got to watch Twilight. What I will say is the Hunger Games, I fucking love that oh, shit. Oh, that's good shit. I love that shit. Twilight, the first movie I enjoyed it. It might have been From okay. there on, I did not like. Robert Pattinson turned into a hell of an actor, too. Yeah. He turned into a hell of an actor. I'm excited for this weekend. We're going to watch the uh, him and Tom Holland, the devil something. I don't know. It's a newer Netflix movie, and it looks fantastic it's okay. got it's got sebastian stan who's bucky okay. you know winter soldier and the marvel stuff sure i'm excited to watch that one but cool anyways give me your thoughts on this album uh follow the you 10 home. million 10 million <laughs> sold follow you home whack-ass lyrics whack-ass guitar thing whatever they were doing with the guitar did not enjoy um 
fight for all the wrong reasons. I did not like the name of this song. Did not like the song at all. The song Photograph. Oh my God, it's embedded in my mind. Look I can't, at this photograph. I can't get it out of my head. I can't either. This is probably that's, that's why they were they deserve a little bit of props. Sure, yeah. Um, I said this is probably their best work up to this point, but this yeah. should have made a this should have been a pop country song, from my opinion. I might have thought it was some of the best pop country out there if they would have just went pop country with this. Yeah, yeah. Because these lyrics, surprisingly, are better than girl shake that country thing for Badonka me or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This this is a step up from that shit. Luke Bryan, you're still king of the shit. Music. The king of the shitty music. <laughs> Nickelback is just the Luke Bryan of rock to this point. To this point. We could find some hidden gems that could happen. There's there's albums to come. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He says We're halfway there. Halfway there. This, this, Which is what Chad said every, a minute and a half into every relationship he had. I'm halfway there. <laughs> and I'm going to blame you for when I get there and it was too soon. It's your fault. It's your fault, bitch. It's not my fault. Yeah. Track number four, Animals. The lyrics, it's hard to steer when you're breathing in my ear, <laughs> but I got both hands on the wheel okay, while you got both hands on my gears. Oh, my gears. How bad is balls that? or dick? Which one? It says gears. Got to be balls. I say it's two dicks. <laughs> if Chad has two dicks, more problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's getting, shit's getting weird. Shit's getting weird. I thought, man, these lyrics have. I just lost my respect. I guarantee Bill Cosby jammed this shit out <laughs> every fucking did, night so. before he went to the bar. Oh, that he did. Shaking so. his bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, fucking nickelback. You know, he's like four hours away from here in prison. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's no like shit. four hours away, Pennsylvania. Just a couple pudding pops away. <laughs> just a couple pudding pops away. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy stuff. That That's probably the craziest thing ever because, you know, you just didn't see that one coming. You didn't that's, see that coming. That's like Keanu Reeves going out and just fucking slaughtering Oh, people. yeah. Yeah. No it just shit. doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. I don't get it. You just never know. Uh, Saving Me didn't like the track number six far away. <laughs> yeah, Chad Kroger's out here walking the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody suspects a thing. Nobody suspects a thing. And fucking uh, Chad rapey ass is out there just walking the streets. <laughs> fucking, I'm Canadian. I can't uh, do any wrong. He likes, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, track number six far away, I have you bunch of pussies. <laughs> just stop. Stop. Uh, it could still get better, folks. It's, we're just Hang halfway with there. We're halfway, we're halfway there. This is the midpoint right here. Right here. Um, track number seven, next, contest, next contestant did not like. Track number eight, did you know, Side of a Bullet was a tribute to the late Dimebag Daryl. I did not. I did not know until I started doing a little bit of reading about this. The album summary, this was a tribute to the late Dimebag Daryl who was shot two hours away from here. Two hours away from here. Every, Ohio brings all the shit. Marilyn oh, Manson's from shit. here and he's fucking pulling what he's doing shit Chad Kroger wants to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, just being mean to me. He's just doing it. He's taking it to the upper level. He's just yeah. going all the way. Yeah. In. But I thought, man. Like y'all thought I was just pretending like <laughs> Satan. I'm not. Yeah. Joke's on you. Joke's on you, motherfucker. Hail Satan. But I thought you should have found 
another way to honor Dimebag Daryl's life. Any other way. Other than this. Just say something very nice about him. Do you know when Dimebag Daryl died, Eddie Van Halen put like his number two guitar into Dimebag's casket? Yes, I do. I saw that last week, I think. Man, that's crazy. It is. I mean, he could have sold that for a lot of money. He could have. Instead of doing that. He seemed like a good dude. People always say, he's one of my, he's my guitar hero. For sure. Yeah. But back to. Not one of the Kroger brothers? Not one of the Kroger brothers. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Track number nine, if everyone cared, you bunch of pussies. Just stop. (laughs) If everyone cared, nobody tried. (laughs) Shit gets in your head. And I'm going to be honest with you, the track Rockstar, I'd never heard this song before. That's crazy to me. I never heard I've this song before. I've seen the video. Have you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Rockstar. Okay. Is Rockstar... Maybe this wasn't the one. I thought Rockstar was the one I had the notes. Nope. Nope. That's coming. Anyways. you ne- I can't believe you never heard that song. Never heard this song. Um, I'll probably never listen to it again on purpose. Nor will I. Yeah, it was kind of corny. I didn't get the, the meaning behind it. I just... I thought, it, it's like Smash Mouth and Bare Naked Ladies got it on. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just cheesy as shit. Yeah, and I thought you're kind of uh, contradicting yourself. I just, I don't know. I just just didn't really like it. It just wasn't my thing. For, for the I, record, he they claim that this song was the anti-rock star song. And this was them throwing out that they didn't give a shit about fancy things like they, golden toilets they and all that. They give a shit. I, you know, I'm going to stick up for him here. I don't think they do. Okay. I really don't think they give a shit about the rock star lifestyle or any of that. They just suck. There is a side of Nickelback. Yeah, they just suck. <laughs> uh, to, to this, to this point, point, yes. To this point. Yes. There is a side of Nickelback that seems grounded. It's almost like they're they're grounded in real life, and this is their outlet to be complete douchebags. I have a question for you. Do you think they would have been a better band or you would have enjoyed them more if somebody else would have written lyrics to their songs? It's possible because... Mm, it's possible because the music the music itself is not the worst music it's, I've heard. It's there. There's moments in the music where I'm like, that rocks a little bit. Yeah. And then you get, look at this photograph! <laughs> There's moments where the music isn't the worst thing ever. It's... I don't like a lot of raspy singers. Yeah. There, there's not, like, if you... I feel like Mr. Kroger's trying to be angry for the sake of being angry and yeah. trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy. Is it believable? It's not believable It's not believable. No, it, it's like watching, like, I don't know if any of you watch the Rockstar series on TV, like Rockstar NXS, Rockstar Supernova. It was I like th- the American Idol of rock. And I liked a lot of that yeah. shit, but a lot of those guys came out and was like... Follow me to hell. Like, you're just overdoing it a little bit. Mr. Kroger's overdoing it a little bit, trying to push too many coupons and get you in for the discounts, and it's not working. It's possible that the music could have survived, but at the same time, there was very, very little music to this point that I thought was like, these guys can play their instruments. I can play power chords all day. Sure. And this, the 90% of their music was power chords. There was only like... I could be wrong on this, but there was one or two solos per album. 
It's yeah. like they don't want to show their faults. Like, let me just yeah. fucking hammer this shit yeah. and make it sound heavy. Good but point. as soon as you want technical, like, no. Yeah. That came later. There were some good guitar yeah. solos here and there. But for the most part, it was just power chords, you know? And and, yeah. and honestly, if you pick up a guitar, I guarantee you in three or four days, you could play enough power chords to make a heavy sounding song. It's just a fact. Sure, yeah. I mean, you put that shit in drop D, you can use one finger and go. Yeah. My kid was playing, my 15 year old was playing Soundgarden in two days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never touched a guitar. Right. Yeah. I mean, punk, you could play the shit out of punk easy. Sure. Green Day, they used one power chord. They just went up and down the fretboard. You can figure that shit out. Nickelback kind of had, they just kind of had that. There wasn't anything creative musically, but it did rock without <laughs> yeah. the lyrics, without the song, it would, you know, the singing and the lyrics, it kind of rocked yeah. a little bit yeah. in, a, in, a, in a 90s, you know, creedish kind of way. But I'm going to grab a beer while I'm grabbing a beer. Do you remember the movie with Mark Wahlberg? I think it was called Rockstar. Yeah, I do. Where he had long hair. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I need to watch that again, actually. It was a solid movie. It was uh, It was like uh, he went out on the road. Well, I don't want to give anything away if nobody's ever seen it. I don't want to do that. I don't think anybody's going to be. I don't think anybody's like waiting on the edge of their seat to watch Rockstar. <laughs> you could probably give that away. Yeah. Plug your ears if you haven't seen it. Maybe. But he kind of circled back around, back to the hometown, playing grunge with the flannel and the coffee shop right. type. Uh, right. What's the best rock and roll movie? I don't want to say rock and roll movie, but gosh, do you remember the the movie about the uh, Airheads is awfully good. Airheads was good. I don't know if I call it a rock movie, but. Uh, the movie about the journalist who was like 15 years old and lied about his age, wrote an article for Rolling Stone magazine. I got the job over the phone. God, what was that? Uh, I, Jason Lee was in the. He was in the band. I love it's Jason like, Lee, but I'm, like I'm drawing a blank 70s, there. Like in the 70s or some shit. Might be time to pull up some IMDb on that one. Oh my gosh, what was the name of that? The groupie's name, uh, her name was Penny Lane. Or her Elaine, fake na, na, name na. was Penny Lane. Jason Lee. Uh, yeah, maybe. well you look I'll, that up, I'm going to grab I'll, a beer. I'll definitely figure that out while he is grabbing himself a beer. The next album is Dark Horse. This was the album that I paid someone to take out of my car. Uh, Jason Lee was in Almost Famous. Is that That's what you're it. trying to think of? That's it. Almost Famous. Okay, That's so Almost Famous, Chasing Amy, Vanilla Sky. I love all those movies. Almost Famous. That's a good movie. Almost Famous. Kate Hudson. Uh, lead us into Dark Horse while I go grab a beer. Not really, but, you know, yeah. take, take us to water, Hicks. Number six, Dark Horse, that was released in 2008. Three million U.S. album sales. We went from 10 million down to 3 million. <laughs> oh, man. So we're starting to, uh, this is album number six. I'm laughing at Barker. Oh, I wish you guys could see him right now, but I'm not going to do that to him. Uh, this track number one, Jeremy Barker, Something in Your Mouth. This song. Sounds about right, Chad. Oh, my gosh, Chad. What are you doing? What are you thinking? Whatever he wants. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he wants just when i thought that this could not get any worse uh it just got worse 
Um, yeah, I didn't like it. Well, so, I mean, we've we've established up to this point that there's not a lot of likability so far in their discography. Again, I, this is where I was going in kind of blind, and I was like, you know, we just listened to their most famous album ever, All the Right Reasons. Now we're getting to, uh, you know, I, I didn't know much about this album, but mm-hmm. something in your mouth, Chad's a creep. This this is <laughs> 80s glam sex rock. This is uh-huh. why people love and hate Nickelback. Mm-hmm. This, this fast-paced, there's a fast-paced, like, sex whisper vocal. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I mean, this shit, it's getting, instead of going in a direction where you start to respect the band for figuring out their changes, a la Beastie Boys in the song Girls. Sure. Girls to do the laundry, girls to clean my bedroom. They figured out that they were just being young douchebags. Yeah. Nickelback's like, let's fucking up the ante on this douchebaggery. Oh, they're full throttle. Something in your mouth is going to be the first song on this one. (laughs) What the fuck could that be? Like, it's not like you're at the Cheesecake Factory and you're having turtle cheesecake for the first time. This is about a girl sucking a dick. It's that simple. Yeah. And and I'm just like, you know, if you can do sex songs uh, not so directly, you can kind of add an artistic flavor. And a flavor. I shouldn't even say that. Something in your mouth. But th- this is just so straightforward. Like, you suck it. Yeah, and and you know what, it's it's a very sexy when it's not so upfront when you're not looking for it yeah. when you're not there's it's it creeps up on you. Yeah, you don't walk up to some random girl at the club and be like, "You want you want fucking put something in your mouth?" I can see this. You got like be smooth, Chad. Work on this. Show you know just well, no matter what your motives are, respectfully work on this. And he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> so I'm gonna be direct and see where this shit gets me. <laughs> just like a caveman. All right, caveman Cosby, you go ahead and be direct. See where it gets oh you. Oh my gosh, yeah, I just did not like that. Um, track number two, burn it to the ground. Do not like. Track number three, gotta be somebody. Oh my god, you bunch of pussies! Just stop. <laughs> track number four, I'd come for you. Wonder what that's about. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if you're if you're broke down on a, the side of a road triple and you call a, home, triple A, yeah, like, oh, songs about triple you. A. Maybe that could be a commercial. You know, could be. Uh, I have uh, just please stop. Um, never I just skip a few. Never going to be alone. Just stop being a pussy. He's working real hard on never being alone. <laughs> Track number eight. Oh boy, shaking hands. I spelled this shank. Shake. <laughs> accidentally. And I thought, I wonder Shaking what was hands. on my mind. This is so bad. And I said, now you're copying. You're going, you're stepping back farther from the 90s. You're going into the late 80s. The Def Leppard, the drum sound, Def Leppard drum sound with the yes in the background. I thought, I do not like this. Track number nine, sex. Shoot me in sex. The, shoot me in the head now. There's, there's Just no. shoot me. If today was your last day, track number ten, I would be pissed because this is what I've been listening to. Track number eleven this <laughs> afternoon. This is a hundred percent. I said country pop country. 
not just to pop country, but to country pop country. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was starting to slip here. Oh, this, and, this is some I'll, big slippage. I'll tell you, with the, with a album titled Dark Horse, I thought, okay, maybe we're taking a different direction here. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we're going to get some... Into some dark shit here. You yeah. know, I'm ready for something different. This it's is a- dark. It's just dark like eight millimeter with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, something in your mouth, fuck creepy, burn it to the ground. I think it was a single. Uh, I don't care. Got to be somebody. I think it was a single. It's catchy, but these guys make you appreciate the less douchey stuff that they do based on the magnitude of douche in the song's nozzles that preceded it. Uh huh. I'd come for you. I said, I'm guessing this is about sex. I can't tell. I'm sure he meant it to be, oh, okay, it is. <laughs> Just to get high, tough Chad's back. He's going to whip a guy. Oh, my gosh. Never going to be alone. Acoustic Chad, a single, I think. This screams Brian Adams, but raspy, an arena rocker. Shaking hands. Sex song. This just isn't me. This is my problem with the band. Mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion and Cardi do do it. Cardi do. Cardi B do it much better. Mm-hmm. These lyrics are just terrible. These lyrics that include, she ain't no Cinderella when she's getting undressed because she rocks it like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> what the fuck kind of <laughs> shit is that? Uh, rocks uh, it like the Wicked Witch of the West? Are you trying to say that the Wizard of Oz, that the Wicked Witch of the West was banging those fucking monkeys? What are you <laughs> trying to say, Chad? Uh, Chad. <laughs> Chad. I didn't even realize that. I missed that. Sex. Why am I not surprised? I can't believe I have three albums after this. Sex is always (laughs) the answer for this guy. Okay, Chad. If today was your last day, it's a single. You reeled me in again with those two atrocity songs. This is great in comparison to those. The songs that preceded it, Sex and Shaking Hands. I'm like, Okay, maybe he's done with the sex. Maybe he's over this whole fucking, I didn't get laid enough in high school bullshit, so I'm going <laughs> to sing about it every chance I get. Then we got this afternoon. It's a bopper, like the last album ender, which was Rockstar. Yeah. Now they're on this trend of like, let's end it with a feel-good bopper. <laughs> this shit sounds like the lamest version of Weezer's Beverly Hills I've ever heard. Okay. And that song blew ass. Yeah. That's the worst Weezer song of all time. Oh, it's bad. It's fucking bad. And this, they're just, this band Nickelback is going off the rails into fucking Cosby land faster than (laughs) any other band I've ever seen. And I'm like, surely to God, this is the last, surely they've matured. They've got to be in their thirties by this time. This has to be the last time that Chad Kroger goes Kroger and for pussy. (laughs) It has to be. He's got to start shopping at at fucking Food Lion or something. Like, get out of Kroger's, quit shopping for Vag, let's move on and actually grow up a little bit. So do you think there's still hope? No! (laughs) At this point, I'm like, I'm six albums in, I'm more offended than any fucking super leftist could even pretend to be. Sure. This is some fucking gross shit. Yeah. Like, this band is gross and that's one thing i didn't know about nickelback i knew i didn't love them i didn't know they were fucking gross i didn't either and it might not be them that's not fair chad is gross chad drinks monster punches drywall (laughs) and tries to fuck everything that walks in his path and Uh, i didn't know that uh, and and that might not even be true he might again this might be his outlet to get all his sexual frustrations out I don't know. I thought when you were a rock star, you could get what you needed whenever you needed it. 
and you could sing about something else. Yeah. Apparently, I was wrong. Apparently, girls saw the pop collar and was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Why is there an alligator on his shirt? <laughs> you know? I, uh-huh. I just don't know. And then I, I just, I have given up at this point, and I'm just hoping and praying that something good can come out of the rest of the discography because we've got three albums left. Three albums left. And we'll probably just barrel through them because we're over an hour and because this is where the hits kind of end. Yeah. After Dark Horse, I think the world started figuring out that they liked Lil Wayne, Lil Zayn, Lil Meaty, and Lil Dollar General more than they liked Nickelback. (laughs) So here and now, I said I can't believe... A little family dollar. A little, do- <laughs> a little dollar tree. Everything's 50 cents. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I can't believe joke. I've made it this far. Yeah. Uh, and, and yes, at the beginning of this, I said, I I, I think the hits are now gone. Mm-hmm. The hits are over because Dark Horse brought less hits than the previous album. Right. And I had a feeling we're dipping into the mid 2000s here. Well, not the mid, but the 2008-ish, 2007-ish. I don't remember when this album came out. But I'm like, this this is probably it. This is probably the swan song slash maybe once they realize they're not huge anymore, they straighten up their act and take a sponge daddy and wipe the fucking grossness <laughs> off of them that was the last two albums. This means war is the title or is the first track on this album, and my notes say the movie of the same name is way better than this. Okay. This means war. Tom Hardy, Chris Pine. I'd watch it fifty times before I'd listen to this song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have uh, back to the stats. Number seven released here now. Released in twenty eleven. One million U.S. U.S. You ass. Chad, you ass. <laughs> Chad, you ass. <laughs> you ass. Oh, what my gosh. Hell? I'm sure he's heard that quite a bit. U.S. album sales. One million. Uh, this means war. Nah. Bottoms up. Country pop jukebox drinking song. I said, my God, could this be any more Motley Crue? Okay. Oh, bottoms up. Okay. Yeah. Good point. But country. Yeah. Motley Crue had their country moments where they thought they were country rock stars. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, um, the song track number four, Midnight Queen. So glad you skipped three because I got big thoughts. Okay. Track number four, Midnight Queen, the lyrics, she's going to lick my pistol clean. (laughs) I didn't even catch that part. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I guarantee it's a Red Ryder BB gun, too. At this point... Fuck this band. Exactly. I'm, I'm done. Exactly. Sarah, you hearing this shit? If you're still watching, this band is rapey. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Quit listening to Nickelback. <laughs> I was trying to wash my brain. Speaking of the name Sarah, I was trying to wash my brain on the way out here. Listening to some uh, Sturgill Simpson. There's a song, Oh Sarah. That's a good oh. song. Yeah. Well, check that out. I've yeah. heard most of Sturgill's stuff, but I don't know about and that. And I was thinking, this band, these lyrics are so stupid. It's so dumb. And then I went over to Sturgill Simpson, and he's like, oh, this shit's fake. And I'm like, you're smart, Sturgill. Yeah. You know, out of the hills of Kentucky. Yeah. And you're a shining star. You're so brilliant. If if 
I was looking down a fork in the road, and Nickelback said, come with me, and Sturgill Simpson was over here. I'm saying, following Sturgill. Come this way. Fucking running my I'm ass off. Sturgill. I don't run, but I would go, I'd walk really fast Sturgill's path. That that same fork in the road of Nickelback's on one side and Jigsaw from the movie Saw's on the <laughs> other, I'm like, I'm with you, Jigsaw. I feel safer. I feel safer with you, Jigsaw. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going with you. Uh, yeah. You- There's only one of you. <laughs> There's Chad Kroger and his brothers there. I'm getting, fu- I'm getting, I'm, it's happening in the rear. But I never rock, but rock, but rock. They were rock my ass tonight. I'm going with Jigsaw. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's skip over to track number seven on this album. I Kiss thought, it goodbye. I thought this copy something. I can't wrap my mind around it. Boom. It's Static X. Static X. Oh, I have shit. To- this is the great part about me and Hicks doing this shit. My notes, Static X slash Rob Zombie ripoff. Oh, man, that makes my day. And, and it's just, you, when you hear the same shit, it's validating. First, we, mm-hmm. heard, we heard the same Bill Cosby shit. Like, yeah. Kurt Cobain was joking when he said, rape me. Chad Kroger's not. Yeah. You know, and we heard that shit. And then we heard the Static X and Rob Zombie things. This this band still is like, we're falling off a cliff. We need to do something different. Let's try to be another. They're band. just grabbing at anything. Just they're grabbing. To- they're hanging on the back of the Dracula. You know, they're hanging on the back of it. Get us back to the hits, Dracula. Take us back. It didn't work. It didn't work. No, it didn't. I'll read my notes up to that point too. Please up, up to kiss it goodbye. Uh, number three. This is a big this is a big deal right here. Okay, let's hear it. Song number three was called When We Stand Together. Yes. Let me remind you, this is 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011, when we stand together, these motherfuckers inspired the Imagine Dragons. This song sounded like Imagine Dragons. Okay. And Imagine Dragons released an album the next year. Is it a coincidence? No. No. Imagine Dragons suck ass. I know nothing. I can name one song. Thank your lucky stars. Okay. Thunder. Feel the thunder. That's lightning that... and the thunder. 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 Are you making thunder, that shit thunder. up or that's an Imagine Dragons song? That's a Dragon fucking song. Imagine Dragons song. Okay. I thought you did uh, some I thought you were doing Flash Gordon radioactive, Queen. Radioactive. Radioactive. It's fucking terrible. This I, the okay. Imagine Dragons suck balls. Okay. And Nickelback was the inspiration. Nickelback released this song, When We Stand Together. Sounds like Imagine Dragons. And I'm not the only person that thinks this. Corey Taylor from Slipknot, who I also think is a massive douche. I can't stand that guy. Okay. Slipknot's fine. Okay. The band, kind of dig Slipknot here and there. Okay. But to listen to Corey Taylor talk, I think he's douchey as hell. Okay. Even he said, Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback. Of course they are. They were inspired by Nickelback. So good Good connecting of the dots there, sure. Mr. Corey Taylor. Uh, he's less douchey than Chad, for sure. <laughs> okay. But th- th- this w- now we've got grunge-inspiring, butt-rock and butt-rock-inspiring <laughs> Imagine Dragons, which is like uh, deep anal rock. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just bad. Uh, oh. Gotta get me some. I wonder what this song's about. Oh I, I wrote, gosh. oh boy, here we go. Yep. I want a banger song. That's what this song's about. 2021 will eat these guys alive if they release an album yes, like this. Yes, yes. In which the lyrics of this song, she can get lower than a Maserati. 
Really, Chad? Really? Lower than a Maserati. I missed that. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you haven't learned your lesson a bit. You're still singing about the goofiest shit. Listen, when Cardi B, I know it may be wrong, but when Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion sing it, I dig it. When Chad Kroger sings it, I don't. Yeah. I don't. (sighs) Trying not to love you. Is after kiss it goodbye? Well, wait, lullaby. Soft Chad's back. Oh God, this sucks ass is my note. Kiss it goodbye. The song title. Holy shit. Butt rock. They think they're edgy. <laughs> Butt rock. This blows. Trying not to love you. Likely because he just wants to do you and move on to the next. But it's also a high school dance jam. Hey, you know what? Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. I've had enough. I've had enough. Holding on to heaven. The hits have stopped. I just realized this because this isn't one, but maybe it would have been a hit a few years prior. I'm just going to finish them out. The next song, everything I want to do. I'll assume this is about women. I was joking, but it is indeed about sex and what he wants her to do. Fuck. This is bad. Here's some of the lyrics from everything I want to do. You and me sitting in a tree. Oh my gosh. Blank. You C K I N G. He really, he, these, these are seriously the lyrics. You and me sitting in a tree. And he doesn't say F. It goes, you and me sitting in a tree. Uh, U-C-K-I-N-G. <laughs> like, motherfucker. Like, at first you're like, I, I want to fucking pillage and plunder you. But now you're afraid to say the F part of the word. I don't get that. Like, come on, man. Yeah. This is why. This is why. People say Nickelback sucks and is one of the worst bands ever. I wondered, because I was like, this band has a bunch of hits. Mm-hmm. Why does everyone hate them? I know that I hate them. Yeah. But why is Nickelback popular to hate? This is why. Because this fucking rapey bastard says some of the grossest shit I've ever heard. Some of the most childish shit. That line right there, me and you sitting in a tree, blank you, C-K-I-N-G, that's kind of shit that kids in middle school sitting at the back of the bus yeah. write on their notebooks and giggle about but 35 year old chad <laughs> puts this shit out on a fucking record label on a popular record label and fucking thinks it's a hit motherfucker you wrote that in the back of a school bus <laughs> yeah. he, he probably stole it yeah i'm just know. like oh i have never gosh. been more appalled like I, I've just never been more appalled because it's like this guy's so desperate for every single girl with a backstage pass at the Nickelback show to say, I want to be the girl sitting in the tree, Chad. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, come on back here, big rock stars. <laughs> oh. You suck, Chad. It's just that simple. You suck. Nothing can redeem you at this point. I tell you what, I like music that makes me feel better. I like music that takes me to a different place. I like music that inspires me. That place is a fucking dark alley on this one. (laughs) And this whole discography, even past this point, does not put... I mean, it it pisses me off. It's aggravating. It makes me mad. It puts me in a mood. Not... It puts me in a bad... It makes me mad in a a bad way. I'm going to be completely up front. I don't know if you are as well. Yeah. I basically consider myself to be a feminist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I just don't understand why we can't all be on some kind of equal footing, and we can just, why can't we just stop being douchebags? Yeah, 
You know, why, why do we have to treat someone like they're our personal fleshlight? You know what I mean? Chad says, huh? Chad says, what? <laughs> <laughs> just, who, what? <laughs> like, I, I just don't even get it. And this music, like... I, it's disrespectful. I'm thick-skinned, but this is disrespectful. It's disrespectful. You know, it's... it's put yourself in the shoes of a female trying to get ahead in the world. Yeah. And you hear this garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's fuck you, Chad. Yeah. And you know, this is 2011. It's 10 years ago, but it's recent times. Crazily 10 years ago, you know, this, this didn't, no one bad or deny it this shit. Yeah. And I don't know why 1 million people bought this shit. 1 million people bought this shit. Thank God it's decreasing. (laughs) Yeah. And if you, if you were hanging with us and turned it off, we fucking know why. Speaking of decreasing after this album, Holy shit, we're getting the best of a Nickelback album after this. Desperation. Desperation, fulfilling a contract, trying to make some money. Album number eight, No Fixed Address, released in 2014. 320,000 U.S. album sales. Shit's going downhill, Chad. It's going downhill. I'll be up front. This whole album, I hated it. I don't have anything good to say about it. Well, I don't think we had anything good to say about any of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but I mean, the, the opening track, I'm driving. I'm, I'm driving. I don't remember where I was driving. I don't know if it was home from work or something else. Uh-huh. The opening track, Million Miles an Hour, heavy-ass opening. Chad has a watery, spacey effect to his voice. Mm-hmm. He drops an F-bomb. Uh, Ooh. He, he uses the word the speed of sound and tripping balls Ooh. and he's going a million miles an hour this is one of the worst written songs i've ever heard so chad is not figuring shit out and getting better chad is saying fuck it i'm gonna throw it all out there to try to get one more hit i just want one more hit just one motherfucker you could have got one if you'd just done a rock version of fruit salad yummy yummy <laughs> This shit is fucking awful. Edge of a Revolution. It's a conspiracy song. Chad's like, on motherfuckers. Trump is coming back, taking the White House from Biden. He's going to restore peace to Earth, and Jesus will bless his head. Fuck you, Chad. Fuck you. What are you waiting for? More Imagine Dragons, apparently. Corey Taylor connected these dots. She keeps me up. Maroon 5 vibes. He said a girl Mm. smells like a flower. God damn, Oh, that's brilliant. What brilliant lyrics. What are you doing, Chad? A girl smells like a flower. (laughs) Do you you buy corsages for the girls at your concerts at this point? Oh, my gosh. This is opposite of what I want to. I had hope after a few albums that this band might find an identity. The identity's gross. They they just this guy never figured it out. Make me believe again. Ugh, you can't. Satellite high school dance song. Get them up. Let's fight. It's a robbery song. The hammer's coming. I'm Ooh, like, oh, is it? Shit. Oh shit! <laughs> Sounds like Astronomia, a song my four year old like likes. That goes dun 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 dun. It's on Peppa Pig. It's like people take Peppa Pig and mashed up this Astronomia song. Whistle face. Whistle face. I mean, this band is grasping at straws. Got me running around. They're trying to be funky, like Maroon Five. 
Sinister Sin. He changes his voice. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to change my voice on this song called Sinister Sin. Not even Sinister Sin. It was called Sister Sin, which I didn't understand. I was waiting for him to talk about banging his girl's sister. Luckily, Uh that didn't happen. I don't know what he was singing about. But fuck, man. This band's trying so hard for a hit at this point. It's like... Why don't they just stop? Laughable. I, I hope they did. I think the Feed the Machine album, which is the last in the discography, is 2017. I'm hoping this is where they're like, we're done. Yeah. But even this album, the front of it has like what seems to be a politician with wires running out of its back there. Some sure. more QAnon shit. Marjorie Taylor Greene, we're going on <laughs> tour with you and we're Nickelback. Uh, oh, God. I just, the, the opener was heavy. I think you said you actually even. I list that's this is the track number one. Feed the machine. Feed the machine. This is not the, rage against. Not rage against. The. This is the first track out of I don't know how many that I listened to twice. And as far as the music, the music was okay. I thought it was okay. Yeah, shockingly, and it sounded different to me. Yeah, twenty seventeen. A lot has happened. Yeah, but I thought I have. Sounds like Chevelle. Old Chevelle. I kind of got that vibe okay. a little bit. Okay. So, but the lyrics, meh. Yeah. Chad, uh, Chad's never quite going to be Stephen King. Song on Fire. I thought this is 100% Lincoln Park. 100%. Nice call on that one. Uh, blah, blah, I blah, wrote blah. discography on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skip a whole bunch of tracks. Uh, track number 10, Every Time. Photograph Part 2. Ooh. Yeah. I definitely have it's a, an attempt at a new hit single, so that makes sense. Okay. Um, I thought <laughs> this is the best bad album that they had. Enjoy the music. That's track, fair. Track number one. And you and I talked a little bit about this album. We offline. did. We, we had to at this point. And you mentioned to me there was a hidden gem there was a hidden gem on, on this album. album and i racked my brain i was so nervous i thought it would come to you it didn't come to me and i thought i'm so i'll shout I, it out after my notes and i kind of i kind of threw some hints out there and i'm like yeah i kind of listened to that track number one twice and you're like you did and i'm like that's not barker's hidden gem so oh, hell moving no. on so i'm moving on oh hell no so uh Man, I came back and I thought the Betrayal Act number one, which doesn't really line up. It's it's an instrumental. (laughs) Can't wait to read my notes on that shit. It's an instrumental. And I enjoyed this in a Game of Thrones musical type of way. I thought these guys, number one, if I heard this, Outside of this review, I would have no idea that this was Nickelback. Never would have guessed it. And I thought, this is some decent musicians getting together and playing some... It's it's a musical journey. It's a kind of a... I don't know what to compare it to, really. I don't know. But I thought, this is... Maybe it's because Chad's not singing. I don't know. Maybe he's not singing mm. about trying to get into somebody's pants or something you know i I don't know what are your thoughts about this album well you you had feed the machine as kind of a second listen through and and that made me go back and listen to it and when i did that i was like okay the music isn't bad like they they found a a heavy battleground musically that is at least better than what they've been doing but chad still sucks uh coin for the ferryman overproduced 
Okay. There was a little scratch track in there, like, wah, wah, like I'm like, <laughs> uh, did I rock jump into this song? I don't know. Mix oh, Master God. Mike, I don't I, know. I wish it would have. Uh, must be nice. The guitar is so unimaginative. The vocals cheesy. How mm-hmm. many times can I say kill me? After the rain, more Imagine Dragons. For the river, same riff I've heard eight times. Mm-hmm. Home attempted a hit. Sorry, Nickelback, it's not working. Number eight, The Betrayal Act Three. Old school Metallica open, which was like, ooh, what are they doing here? And then that went off the rails, and I was like, what is Act 3? I don't remember 1 and 2. Song 9, Silent Majority, Soft Chad, QAnon Bullshit. Where the soft majority, the election was stolen, what the fuck ever. Uh, (laughs) 10, every time we're together. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) <laughs> last song on the fucking album last song of the discography thank the sweet lord above <laughs> the betrayal act one mm-hmm. first of all first off why is act one after <laughs> act three I don't secondly know. fittingly so where's the betrayal act two <laughs> shit doesn't exist he must have left that in some girl's pants because it's not around the betrayal act one which is the last song that comes after act three makes no sense but neither does nickelback this is acoustic chad because he plays a guitar on every song he's rhythm and lead this is their best song this is the creme de la creme of nickelback why because chad's not fucking singing (laughs) chad's lyrics aren't fucking present there's no stupidity there's no fucking static x pearl jam nirvana silver chair Fucking twitty twang wannabe bullshit here. It's just a little acoustic ditty. That's okay. But in comparison to the rest of their discography, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. (laughs) Yeah. There's no Chad. No monster. No drywall holes. No fucking (laughs) trying to stick it in between your thighs and hope you hit the right spot. It's just Chad playing guitar. Nothing else. And I hope that... This song tightens the lid. I hope so too. On but I got bad back. news for you. Don't say it. 2020, they released a single, The Devil Goes to Georgia, or Down to Georgia, whatever that Charlie Daniels Charlie song Daniels. is. They did a cover of it. Oh my it's goodness. heavy. It's angry. Chad's pissed. They didn't stray <laughs> from it, but Chad's still pissed. He has graduated from Monster to Bang Energy Drinks at this point. And that's fitting for him. He's like, this is exactly what I want out of life. Bang. Cotton candy flavor. Cotton candy flavor bang. <laughs> Unicorn flavored bang. He's like, I want to bang people and I want to drink bang and I want to bang on my guitar. There you go, Chad. You've done it. You fucking prick. You've done it. Hopefully that was your swan song. Hopefully the devil went down to Georgia was your swan song. I'm sorry if you came to this podcast expecting us to find some deeper meaning in Nickelback's discography, <laughs> but the only thing deeper about it is how far they want to get into your ass. <laughs> and that's the that's just the truth of the matter. They might be okay guys outside of this. Maybe this is their 8mm, like I said. I doubt it. This is their snuff <laughs> film, and they, they're good guys outside of this, but the lyrics are fucking awful. The purpose of the lyrics are fucking awful. Chad's a rapey bastard. I didn't enjoy any of this shit. His hair's I, awful. I, his hair's awful. His <laughs> pop collar is awful. This is why people hate the band. Hey, his ex-wife's awful. His ex-wife's awful. Skater boy. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's all, I mean, you know, I, I understand why she divorced him. <laughs> Me too. 
I mean, you know, he's probably like, can we replay something from my one of my albums? <laughs> Pants are around your knees, dirt are on your knees, looking up at me, still saying please. Like, fuck you, Chad. <sighs> I can't believe the shit I had to listen to through this week-long journey. It pissed me off. Pissed me off, too. Yeah. I, like, I understand. Again, if you like Nickelback, I'm sure you've just heard the singles. But... Uh, I wonder, listen to the rest. Listen to the rest. And if you're not offended, go hang out with Chad. Yeah. Google the lyrics. Google the lyrics. I guarantee if you Googled the Nickelback's most offensive lyrics, pages upon pages. Yeah. It's 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 literally a rapist manifesto. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Shit's awful, man. Uh. Like it's terrible. Aaron says, look at this podcast. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Best comment ever. That's good. Look at this podcast. <laughs> I, um, I, I hate you, Chad. And yeah. Made, and, and I just, you know, it made me realize most of the Chads I know in my life are douchebags, too. I, you know, I thought that, too. I told that to my wife last night. I was like, Did you, you know what? Thinking about all the Chads I've, I've known throughout my, my years, most of them are D-bags. Yeah, I thought this dude is the a Chad. The monster drywall shit is for real. This dude is a Chad. Yeah. Yeah. And this stupid curtain hair that he had in the 90s. Yeah. I can almost guarantee you, if he's not married, the next wife's name's Karen. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. Butt rock. Butt rock, son. Yeah. I challenge you, anyone listening after the fact, anyone listening now, if you can find a worse band, bring it on. Yeah, I agree. Bring this is the worst band that we've reviewed. This is the worst band I've ever listened to in my life. Yeah. There is a reason for the hate. You think it's just because... One dude, and I like you. I really do, Keegan. I, I like you, and I really enjoyed your dad back in the day. He was my best friend for a long time. I don't know what happened. I kind of do, but I don't. I think I, I was a bad influence, so said someone. I'm not a bad influence. Oh, maybe I am. Fuck. I'm not a bad influence. <laughs> uh, anyways, like, some people say that people just love to hate this band. Yeah. That's not it, man. I don't like to hate anything. Oh, I don't either. I don't even like to have hate in my heart. I don't like to hate anything. I even have a hard time hating people that I don't agree with. I have a hard time hating people that are racist and shit because I want to just believe that they were raised wrong or something is off. Yeah. You know, mentally, like, I have a hard time hating anything. Chad, I, Chad Kroger, I hate you. <laughs> That's what I tell my son. I said, hate is a very strong word. It's a strong word. Dis it's strong. You know, maybe it's us getting older, but dislike yeah. is the way to go. But I don't dislike Chad. I hate this band. I hate this band. <laughs> I hate him. Oh, my gosh. Pile it all up in a pile, pour gasoline on it, and light that shit up. Yeah. And let's move on to something good. Yeah. Like people in the fucking 60s burning the shit out of Beatles albums. You went wrong there. You should have waited about 50 <laughs> years and burned the Nickelback out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure this band knew that they should have charged a nickel for their albums, and you should have got it back after purchase. <laughs> Where does the band name come from? I don't Nickelback. know. I don't know. I hate the band name. I hate everything about them. Yeah. I yeah. just, you know, I, I wanted to have something to respect about them. I'll give them one thing. They found a way to sell 50 million albums. That way was through the catchiness of their songs. I don't know if they found an algorithm of tempo 
and pitch change. Right. Like there there is a such thing. I've read articles to where bands have studied what sounds to mix, what notes to mix with the vocals and the chords and this and that sure. to, to make a hit. Sure. I believe it to be true, and I think I Chad Kroger is brilliant in that aspect. Sure, he knows. He's like, I'm going to find this algorithm, and then I'm going to fuck it. He's mastered the equation. He's mastered the equation, then he masturbated all over it. All over the dress. Because that's just all over the dress. Yeah, I want to choke him. I'd love to choke him. Yeah. <laughs> he might enjoy that too. <laughs> he might. He might enjoy oh, it. Oh, my God. It's bad, folks. I mean, I, you you probably expected this. You probably knew you were walking into us bashing on Nickelback. That wasn't our intention. It was not. I was rooting for him, and I felt bad for him. I was front. rooting for him, too, especially after listening to uh, your favorite band Sucks podcast, which are a couple pretentious bastards that just hate on stuff to hate on, and I don't think they really hate on what they hate on. I think they're just fucking with us. They they their Nickelback episode. They're like, you know, this band's way better than everyone else. I'll be honest. I watched most of that episode. And didn't you hear the love for him? I did. They were fucking around. There's no way that shit was honest. Yeah, that's what I thought too. There's no way because if they truly listened to every single album, because they bitched about rapey bands in the past that's what i thought it didn't line up some of the hatred that they had for other groups right and then they shifted over to nickelback and i felt they were kind of defending nickelback and And i I still enjoy them they make me laugh yeah oh yeah i laugh my ass off at that podcast i just thought it kind of contradicted some of the other things that they had 100 i got halfway through it and turned it off Whenever, yeah. Jump back onto the ice cube train. Right. Listen to some gangster rap. Yeah. Because there's so. no way you really think Nickelback deserves love. No, I don't. You know? Like, I, again, I'll give it to them. They made some hits. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. That's who <laughs> make me sick. Nickelback, you had a bunch of hits. Nickelback Street Boys, as you said. Nickelback Street Boys, you, you had that's some you. hits. That's you. You had yeah. some hits. Yeah, that, that's what I call them, the Nickelback Street Boys. Brilliant. Because they found a way to sell albums. They played on your feelings about it. They're like, listen, everyone at B-Dubs wants to hear a country song, but heavy. We can do that. Yeah. And everyone at B-Dubs that's drunk is trying to get laid. They want to hear about some fucking, we can do that. <laughs> they mixed it up, man. They, they got the, the, the huge ball of rock Luke Bryan rape your ass shit, fucking melted it together, rolled it up in a ball, and fucking shoved it right up your ass, and you bought it. It's Who's, fine. Do people get drunk at B-dubs? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason. What kind I mean, of their food sucks, to be honest. Yes, it does. I, it's it's overpriced. Yeah, what kind of jeans are the people, are, are the guys wearing that are at B-dubs? They got crosses are, on them. <laughs> They got crosses on the butt. You know they got that shit from Sam's Club. They absolutely TJ Maxx. <laughs> TJ Maxx, son. <laughs> Fucking oh. yeah, eighteen dollars for a pair of affliction jeans. Oh uh, shit, we're gonna have an episode about jeans. American Fighter T-shirt. <laughs> you know, they did oh. it, man. Nickelback got gotcha. you. They got me too once. I, I bought I bought Silver Side up. There's there's your challenge. If you think you know of a band that's worse than Nickelback. Pitch that shit at us faster than fucking Chad Kroger pitches his dick at anything that walks. <laughs> we'll listen to it. We'll decide whether it's... Throw us a bunch. Sure. We'll do an episode. Here's the five bands everyone says, you know, shittier than Nickelback. That's very good. And we'll we'll give them a run. <laughs> we'll give them a run. Maybe not every album, but we'll give them a run. And we'll let you know, is there a worse band out there than Nickelback? I think not. 
Oh. I really think not. I asked my wife tonight, like, can you think of anyone you would, you know, is there anyone you would listen to Nickelback over? And she was silent for like 30 seconds. She's like, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. And I've said my 15-year-old, he knows music. Thank God he knows good music. And when I said we were, when he asked who were, we, we, I can't talk, were reviewing, I said Nickelback, and he said, ah. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised he ever gave him a chance at all and listened to anything. He knew. I mean, he just knew. I mean, it's a popular thing to just hate him. Yeah, but it, it But is. it's not for the sake of being popular. There's reasons behind that shit, and that's what we're trying to tell you. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's Poor reasons th- you don't like Bill Cosby. There's yeah. reasons you don't like Jeffrey Dahmer. There's reasons you don't like Ted Bundy. The same reasons you don't like Chad Kroger, except he hadn't killed anyone that we know of. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he's just as sick. Oh, bad shit. Bad shit. I'm so ready to move on. Thank God this is over. I'm very thankful that you brought this up. This was your idea. I thought I, it was a brilliant idea. I think we got the worst of anything out. Yeah. Like we could we could potentially do ICP and fucking love the shit now. We had to shit really bad. <laughs> what Aaron is Butcher says Goo Goo Dolls next week. <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Your name. Oh. I won't tell him your name. Oh my gosh. For- they're they're bad, but I guarantee I, I fucking about appreciate them. them more now. I forgot about them. You know they were a punk band first? Was it something about baby in a balloon? Probably. Baby's got a balloon with white stains all over it. <laughs> I can't remember. I, what I remember about the Goo Goo Dolls. That's a that's good. That's a good one. That's good. Really what, good. We're going to add them to the list of possibly, I don't think they could be worse than Nickelback, but maybe. I remember plasticky looking shiny face. I remember... Kind of a creepy dude playing the bass, but I don't hear any bass. Oh, their on, bass player is creepy as hell. I don't remember hearing any bass on yeah. the song that you just mentioned. Who's the guy you told me from My Name Is Earl uh, that got ripped up? Ethan. Ethan. You're so much better with names. Damn. Than, um, Damn. I just listened. He was on Joe Rogan. Well, the guy that played bass for Goo Goo Dolls looked like him with long hair. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, he looked like something. Ethan Supley. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and I thought, where'd they get this dude from? We got more listeners at the moment. If you can think of bands that Please. you think are worse than Nickelback, let us know. We would Please. love to find someone worse than Nickelback, but I just don't think it's possible at this point. I mean, Marilyn Manson, possibly, because we know what he is now. Question for you. Nickelback or Creed? Creed all day. Really? Creed are creepy too, but fuck, man. Oh, I have to listen to this discography. I'd, I'd much rather listen to, We're love, love, <laughs> I can't even talk. You know, you know what's on the back of their jeans, don't you? Fucking crosses. <laughs> fucking, fucking gothic crosses. Uh, <laughs> gothic crosses. American fighter t-shirts. Uh, I don't know what that is. That's just fuck another douchebag, Brian. <laughs> you know, same as an affliction shirt, just American fighter, you know, just uh, trying to show how tough you are. Just trying to show that you're from Jersey or something like that, you know. <laughs> oh my god. I watch god. Jersey Shore, I wear affliction jeans and American fighter shirts. <laughs> I met a guy, I had an Uber driver who was from Poland. He said he loved America, but fuck everybody from New Jersey. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche. 
Yeah. Well, that's it. If you guys got any uh, bad bands, Goo Goo Dolls are in there. Thanks, Butcher. The repeater, as I like to call him. He likes to he likes to repeat stuff on the phone. I love it. <laughs> yeah. He, he, that's the best suggestion ever. Like, I don't think they can hold a candle to Nickelback's douchiness, but we'll give it a try. I don't think they're a douchey band. I think they're just a sucky band. But we'll... Uh, well, maybe we'll dive into a little bit of that and find out how sucky they are. I, I just don't think anyone's suckier than Nickelback, but if you can prove us wrong, by all means, comment on this video, comment on the page, comment on whatever, and let us know who could possibly outdo the douchiness of Nickelback. Yeah, no surprise, we hated them. That's right. Gl- is what it is. Glad it's over. Glad it's over. We'll see you guys next time. We're so happy to be done with this band. Yes. Words can't put it into words. Words can't put it into words. Words can't put it into words. That's bad when words can't put it into words. We'll see you guys next time. Suggest those bands that are worse than Nickelback. Thank God. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. (laughs) 